you see on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. listening to Supergirl on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app available in the iTunes App Store and Google Play. Simply search Rain Man Digital. Uh, if you find us on some other places, go ahead and leave us, leave us a review on this wonderful new episode of DC on CW. We will be breaking down and discussing Supergirl Season 3, Episode 15, in search of lost time, uh, Mern, while trying to control his memory loss, causes a psychic disturbance at the DEO. Monel and Kara practice some cape tricks and uh, lots of drama. Yeah, lots of infighting. Yeah, so, it's a uh, yeah. It seems we're making that turn towards the Arrowverse <laughs> yeah, with this. So, yeah, well, ever, but ever, it was like everybody fighting everybody. But it was for a reason. This episode, so it's fine. Yeah, but um, maybe some underlying. Animosity? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> first, maybe, maybe a tad. Maybe a tad. Uh, first, mm-hmm. let's talk about some news here. Uh, we've got some like speculations and things, and um, I don't know how to follow directions. <laughs> Bob put in the notes links to um, two specific kind of spoilery images, like promotional stills uh, for upcoming episodes, <laughs> specifically wrote in red don't click the link until we're on the air i want to get everyone's reaction to this and also it's bold and you still clicked it i still clicked it and then he went don't look at that and then i clicked on the picture to like uncover it yeah because not it was it was double wrapped it was not it was only double wrapped not only did i put a warning in but then Reddit protects yourself from spoilers. And Lauren's like, this one? Click. <laughs> Wait, what? Which, which one? This, right this one? The one that says, weird. the big box that says click here to see spoiler? So weird. I wonder what's in there. What's this button do? Uh, <laughs> you open Christmas presents as soon as they are under the tree. No. <laughs> yes. Because I like to make a thing of it, but I do shake them. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guessing game. I like to see if I can guess what someone bought me. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk uh, the Kreisberg effect makeover edition. Um, we've said that there would be some changes after the Kreisberg hiatus and potentially this might be one of them. You know, it might be one of the changes that are happening because Kreisberg's gone. We don't know. But let's talk about it. There we'll, are, we'll blame him for everything from now to the end of the world. Right. For, for, the, 
Okay, so am I allowed to? Am yes, I, you can I click. followed directions, damn it. Yes. So, so someone is getting a makeover and Nicole clicked the loop. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I wanted. Um, yeah, so Brainiac Whoa. looks like a regular dude. Um, you look normal. Huh. Okay. So, I can live now. <laughs> so these are, these are on the Supergirl TV show Reddit, which... Um, I believe these are stills from next week. Probably. Uh, Brainy and Saturn Girl have been gone for... A little, a short minute here. Um, so Brainiac looks like the actor now. He just looks like him. He has pretty normal I mean, hair. spoiler, but you know. <laughs> well, we don't know why. You know, if it wasn't yeah. a promotional thing, then here we are. You know, it, it is what it is. Um, someone said possibility of him being a love interest now. Uh, in response, <laughs> someone else said he was a love interest in the comics and he was green with a purple suit there. Comics aren't television. Comics says, aren't television. Says Cake well, Destroyer on Reddit. Yeah, but like <laughs> honestly, the the color of his skin per se, like it not being a human color, wasn't the issue for love interest. It was how poorly the makeup and the hair were done. Like the wig was awful, and the makeup looked like trash. It looked like some fucking YouTuber who doesn't have a lot of subscribers decided to do makeup. I, I just thought it was funny because we had. I mean, if, you, if you're on our Facebook and there was probably like a six, seven minute video of us making fun of the original look. Oh, good. We had such a bitch fest that day. <laughs> yeah. And it was just amazing that I clicked on the picture. I was like, wait, he looks normal. Like, how did they explain this? I don't know. Like, he's not a shapeshifter. Yeah, but I mean, like maybe. a chameleon now? Yes. Hey, know. no more chameleon, boy. We just get, <laughs> we just get brainy looking regular. Um. I wonder how they are going to explain. I don't know. Someone's saying that even the actor hated the look, but I, I don't know. Wait, wouldn't you hate the look if I oh, sat you yeah. in makeup for eight hours and then you came uh, out and you're like, and Holy I, look shit. Like that? I look like the inside of a fucking foil wrapper of a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping that they'll explain it because they're going to be in National City for a while and he may as well update his look to make him, you know, appear human. Instead of like National City is fairly welcoming to aliens, fairly. But like, if you look a little more human, they're going to be more welcoming for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it uh, also cuts, you know, costs to make him look regular. And we talked about that last week that some of the CGI kind of looked a little janky and we're wondering what they're saving the money for. Yeah. I was I was at home and I was watching it with someone that last week's episode with someone who doesn't watch this show and they were like huh that's kind of a little cheesy looking that cgi is pretty bad and i was like I, it's not usually like this i know it looks a little <laughs> happy it's usually better <laughs> i promise it's better all right so our next little kind of spoilery thingy um someone else is getting a little baby makeover not much of one uh just a different suit alex has an updated suit uh and it's not very different, but it's nice. It's it, updated. It looks a little shinier. It looks uh, very Black Widow. Yeah. I mean, those little like Love Eskrima it. sticks and stuff too. Like she's basically DC's Black Widow right now. <laughs> That's okay basically what she is. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not upset about it. 
it's one of those things where it's not really uh, uh, that big of a deal, I guess. Um, but it was just interesting that, like, when we come back from a break, magically, okay. Now, Monel's suit was planned because we saw it in a uh, teaser video right, for the CW a while ago. A while yeah. ago. And and, we, and I might be making it like a bigger deal out of it than it is, but you know these were probably all playing too. It's just interesting that it happens after you know we're off for nine weeks and all this shit changes with the show. So I really quickly, I want to read Uh-oh. a thread of comments underneath this photo of Alex <laughs> in the Reddit. Before you read it, Reddit is the hardest thing to like. Don't go down that rabbit hole because as soon as you do, you're like all of a sudden you're 30 pages in and you're like, these people have so much funny shit to say. I've been doing pretty, pretty okay. Year is it? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I would kill for her body. She is stunning. But she has a ponytail and glasses and don't even think about forgetting the paint on her overalls. Wait, is this <laughs> seriously the lady from Not Another Teen Movie? Yup. She has her eyes. And her DNA. <laughs> oh, geez. Each one of those things was a different person. Like, who who the hell, like, popped in and was just like, she has her eyes. Yeah, because it's the same person, Steph. Ugh. There's <laughs> okay. no hope. And you Steph her here. DNA. <laughs> and her DNA. Alchemist 5 wins points for me. Uh- <laughs> Ten points to Gryffindor. Let's find you a prom queen, Mr. Let's find me a prom queen. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. Off of Reddit. (laughs) Yeah. Let's go to a quick break so I can keep perusing Reddit for a minute. And when we come back, we'll uh, we'll discuss the episode. I'll be in the armory shooting at something. That sounds relaxing. DC on CW. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30. Because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, did you know that Rainman Digital now offers a premium service? That's right. Besides weekly free broadcasts, Rainman Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber. So it's easy. The premium service includes video content, plus additional exclusive shows like Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, DC on CW, Supernatural The Crossroads, and more. So head on over to patreon.com slash Digital and sign up today. Every dollar helps. We're Every getting dollar. closer to our first goal. Make Mike feel good. Go out. We have tears for everybody. $1, $3, $5. 
We'll take we'll we'll take anything. Help us out. We're desperate. Please. I'm just kidding. We're we're not that desperate. But like really, please help. <laughs> <laughs> please, we're not we're we're not on the freeway begging yet. Yet. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. A woman has shot herself while using Snapchat. <laughs> Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Please tell me she's dead. (laughs) Jesus. Hey, I second that. I second that. No, if you're stupid enough to take a selfie with a gun that has live ammunition in it, and it goes off, Mm -hmm. Darwinism. Well, they took the gun filter away, so she had to use a real gun. gun. (laughs) Foolishly playing with her uncle's 40 caliber pistol when she pulled the trigger and shot her cell phone. Unfortunately, she's Caliber's not a small rat. Powell suffered What's going on over there? I'm just Snapchatting, Dad. I'm just Snapchatting. Come on, Quantum Leap's on. Quantum Leap's on. I'm trying to find out if Mr. Snapchat gets home. Please hurry up with the Snapchat, Debbie. She came. <laughs> <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. You're listening to Rain Man Digital, DC on CW. All right, we are back. I am off of Reddit now. And we'll get right into Supergirl Season 3, Episode 15, In Search of Lost Time. Directed by Andy Armaganian and written by, let's see, so the story was by Eric Carrasco. The teleplay was by Katie Rose Rogers and Nikki Holcomb. Um, I feel like Eric Carrasco is the only name that I've seen before. I think the Armenian looking name has been on some show. I'm not sure. Cool. That's Wow, that narrowed it down. Yeah, wow. Wow, like I know exactly which show. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Going. All right, let's start off with where we left off last episode, which is Lena's lab. And uh, we've got some crazy interactions between Lena and Sam slash Rain. Um, So we get confirmation that Lena knows that Sam is Rain, and that is exactly what's wrong with her. Lena's smart. That's not surprising to me. Um, Although, maybe I wouldn't have brought her out of a coma. I, I wouldn't have. But I guess, although she did have the tech to just keep her ass in there. Exactly. (laughs) That's trusting that tech. Who have you had in Mm. that thing before? Her brother is Lex Luthor. (laughs) (laughs) Something has happened. Chances are, at some point, her brother had freaking Superman in there or something. Yeah, she knows how to deal with a Kryptonian. There's an L Corp uh, like patent for trapping Kryptonians. Yeah, there is. I would believe that. (laughs) I buy that. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So Sam is a little bit of a, I don't know, mm, let's say a bitch this episode at first. (laughs) She wakes up from her little mini coma and, uh, you know, Lena is trying to be as as kind and have as much bedside manner as possible. You know, she lets her know that Ruby's safe and being looked after. She's, you know, she's safe. She's with people that are trusted. And um, Lena tells her all about the tests that she ran and, Everything's normal except for one, and that is that her cells change and her DNA kind of rewrites itself when she blacks out and rain takes over. Um, Sam 
is kind of just a jerk and doesn't believe her. And I just, I don't know. How do you, how are you going to play your friend like that? How are you going to do that? Like she's trying to help you. And all you can do is lash out at her and say, wow, this is what I get for asking you for help. Like I should have known better. All right. Let me throw this at Luther for help and you get told you're a super villain. (laughs) (laughs) She played off like she didn't do tests on herself to see if she could feel pain. Yeah, I know. She was in denial. Okay. Totes denial. Hence her bitchy attitude. It's been a while. And I was like, you know, when they said like DNA, like molt, like changed and all that, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, she tried to put her hand in a boiling hot pot of water and was doing weird things to test it out earlier in the season, right? Not, yes. I'm not making that up. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no that happened. You're not making that up. I think, honestly, um, those were moments when she was kind of spacing out and there was like a power struggle between like the rain part of her and regular Sam. So I think those were moments where like she kind of hulked out a little bit. And, uh, like the moments where she got shot and stuff like that were moments where she went into, you know, flight or fight instincts and she, you know, chose fight and she was trying to protect Ruby or whatever. And like that survival mode kicked in. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that, um, and I don't know. I mean, as far as her putting her hand in the boiling pot of water, I think that there's been, I don't know, a real power struggle between Rain and Sam within that body. And so the the Kryptonian cells, I think, are a little bit... Um, I think they're probably taking over for the most part. But at the same time, there's still some human shit there. And maybe it's, like, activated, but not, like, totally overwritten at certain points. It, it's just... It, it, it's that Because that's what I started questioning there in the, like when they were talking about all this. I was like, okay, we've seen her give blood. We've seen her do this. We've seen her do, like, all these things. You know, it's like, when does this really turn on and turn off? I think I think there's a point where, like, she could stick her hand in a pot of boiling water and be okay. But if uh, if someone hit her really hard, she might still, like, pass out or something. You know what I mean? Like, she mm-hmm. might still get knocked out. There's probably some, some median, like... And honestly, too, it was... Um, it seemed like Rain was having a harder time taking over in the beginning. I think so, too. So I, I feel like it was a slow burn to Rain just being able to switch on. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I don't really see a problem with that. But uh, she's a real bitch, and Lena handles it with grace and intentionally pisses her off just to get Rain to come out and do the little zippity zaps with her eyeballs all over the room. Yeah, and all she had to do is just start. Saying that she was a shitty ass mom. Hmm? I feel like that would set most moms into rage mode. So oh, that's yeah, fair. totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally fair. But I feel like anything to deal with Ruby is gonna trigger rain and it Oh yeah. It definitely brings her out and it's probably also going to be like something they can use against her later if they yeah. need to. Some sort of plot point for sure. Oh, big time. So um we finally see Sam seeing herself as Rain, realizing, admitting it, and breaking the fuck down after she watches the video of her, you know, shooting laser beams out of her eyeballs. Um, I think... Shh, depressing as fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That was really sad. I think um, she was in such denial 
Because, of course, you don't want to find out that you're actually killing people in these, like, blackouts that you have. You don't want to find out that you're causing, like, huge amounts of destruction and you, like, knocked out Supergirl. And, like, well, I mean, that part might have been kind of cool, but. <laughs> not like a, few- a bragging moment. Yeah. Like, well, well that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of on- cool. I could kick her ass, but. Gonna... I took on Supergirl. That's <laughs> don't fuck with me. I don't want to brag or nothing, but uh, but, uh um, come at me, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> you ain't beat her. So the next question we have: When the fuck do we stop keeping this to ourselves, Lena and Sam? I know that next Lena... episode. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um. I mean, I get it. I know that Lena wants to keep it to herself for now because she wants to help Sam. And if they can, if they can fix the problem before she has to face any sort of retribution for it or anything like that, I get it. You want to take care of it before you set her out into the world and before you let anyone else know. Because what if Supergirl wants to do something with Sam and Sam's not the person doing this. It's rain and blah, blah, blah. So I understand that. But at the same time, guys... Come on. This nasty web of lies is gonna... Yeah. At the same time, Kara. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's gonna get awkward real fast. Yeah. Um, Like, how do you... Like, if you were Kara, how do you react if she comes to you and says, hey, Sam is Rain? You're like, uh... Oh, well, you know... (laughs) Like, do you play it off and be like, oh, well, let me get Supergirl and maybe she can help us Honestly, out? Honestly, she probably will. She'll probably say, you know, I'm obligated to tell Supergirl. I love Sam, but I'm obligated to tell her. Blah, blah, blah. Instead of being like, oh, hero, well, now that we're sharing secrets, I am <laughs> Supergirl. <laughs> now, I know she's only been around for like three, four months now, and we've been together for like three years, but guess what? Opens the shirt. <laughs> The hair starts blowing in the wind and shit. She's like, oh, okay. Oh my God, that'd be beautiful. I I, I just, it's one of those things that we can see that, like I said, the house of cards crumbling or, you know, whatever cliche you want to use here for, Mm -hmm. you know, this whole fucking thing is going to fall apart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I, there, there's so much speculation, but at this point, we have a new, like, we had a showrunner change and stuff like that. So any directions that we might have been going could even be changed now. Like, we don't... I've read stuff that that they think the two world killers might not necessarily end up being evil. Since this third one is supposed to be the all-powerful one that goes to the future. So there's been some speculations out there that are just like, hey, maybe they can swing these people to help. Hmm. Because we hmm. know only a world killer can kill a world killer. But maybe Sam is the one that can be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like there could be like a switch coming. Like we can train you. True. Like Killer Frost and Flash. Yeah, I totally. Wonder. We're just going to do what all the other shows do. I would love if that's how Sam and Rain turns out. I would love that. I yeah. would be so stoked for her to take control over that entity, kind of like Killer Frost, but actually maybe merge them into one if possible. But, you know, whatever. If not, that's okay. We can do a Killer Frost thing. I'm cool with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I would love that. I don't know about you guys, but that would be ideal. I think it'd be great. She's a great actress and I really like her character. And I would really like Please? to not have to hate her for what she does to Kara. <laughs> Same. Because <laughs> we know, yeah, if if they don't get along, they're going to fight and it's going to yeah. be nasty again. 
I got wrecked last time. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> lost. Boy. Yeah, there, there was a clear loser and it was yeah, not Yeah, but now, but now we have cape tricks. So you never know what's going to happen. Speaking of silly things, um, so, <laughs> so there was an imaginary friend mentioned of Martian Manhunters uh, and he was mentioned a couple times. Zook was his name and in case anyone doesn't know, there's a little something to that and it is, uh, Zook is a real character in the comics. Um, he was a partner of Jean in the 60s and he's a weird looking like Martian teddy bear looking dude. I don't know, like a weird dog, Martian, teddy, bear, teddy bear, Martian dog with a bad comb over. Yeah. And his name is, is Duke. Um, I always thought it was a dog name. It, I heard it. I was like, is Martian that, is Manhunter, an imaginary dog? Yeah. Martian Manhunter ended up keeping him as a pet, I guess. But like, yeah. So, so, so that like, is this like Mr. Mixoplex? Mix, 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 a bit lick. Yeah. I'm going to always pronounce it the way that I've, I've, I've always pronounced it. I don't care what they said on the TV show. Yeah. Because those kind of characters and, and Batmite too. Um, so I, I mean, I feel like they're, they're the same sort of characters where they're like imaginary origins and they get blamed, um, for different things. Yeah. I just wasn't sure if he was from like that like weird fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he is fifth dimension. So, do you think we ever see him? Do they ever like play that up one time to where he shows up? I don't know. They better have I don't nice think budget. so. I don't think we ever see him because he uh, was so. he was called an imaginary friend. And I mean, I know that he was just like he wasn't an imaginary friend. But, you know, I Whatever. I don't think that'll ever go further than that. I don't think it's... The only reason I even bring this shit up is because did you think Bebo was going to be as huge of a fucking character as he was in Legends? Bebo! Bebo loves you! Still the most perfect fucking impression. (laughs) Creepy. Bebo smash! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. People that don't know, that's from Legends of Tomorrow. That ended up being like this Tickle Me Elmo knockoff that somehow made it in like seven episodes this year. Yeah, it's insane. And into the finale. Yeah. And so <laughs> when I saw this character get announced, I'm like, I wonder if they're going to go that route since Bebo was so popular and they seem to copy each other. I hope not. Just, I don't think it would add anything to our show. He just pops up. Maybe in the for like one episode, maybe. But I think we're far enough along in the season that like. I just would like to see it as like a, like a kind of pop up and be like, see, he is there. And, okay. then, and then he goes away and everybody's like, what the fuck? That would be hilarious. Okay, that's totally fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm into that. Almost like like the uh, after credit like a- ice cream scene where they're yeah. all just yeah. sitting there. Yeah. Just, wait. It, yeah. Did you see that? They're like, I told Zook is real. And it just, and told you he wasn't imaginary. <laughs> goes away. <laughs> all right. Well, let's move away from Zook real quick and talk about Black Lightning a little bit. Let's talk about the fact that uh, if you like the CW's Black Lightning, the crew behind DC on CW will discuss and analyze all of the episodes as part of our Patreon-exclusive broadcast, DC on CW Presents. Join Bobby and Mike for a special discussion all about the new series. 
head over to patreon.com slash rainmandigital and subscribe to the podcast here and you'll receive this plus hours and hours of additional content. And, it, and if you didn't watch Black Lightning, because I think it just went to its season finale last week, which means next week it will show up on Netflix. Oh, shit. Yay! So you can watch and listen along. As we break down the episode. So, I mean, that's one of the good things about the DC deal with Netflix is that you don't have to wait too long to get the thing. uh, Yeah, but the way they stretch out the seasons. (laughs) Yeah, well, Mm -hmm. (laughs) we we didn't account for that when we were planning. (laughs) Thanks, Kreisberg. I missed like the first two episodes of iZombie. And so now I'm just like, all right, I guess I'm waiting until Netflix because I can't get it on the app anymore. Oh, yeah. Womp womp. Anywho, I know what I'm doing next week, and that's binging Black Lightning. So you should do that, too, and you should listen along to DC on CW's Black Lightning. Um, all right. So <laughs> uh, the unintentional baddie of the week was Papa Jones. Mern. Um his meditation that he's using to try and treat his memory loss is triggering really shitty psychic attacks on fellow aliens and humans at the DEO. And it's making everyone real pissy, <laughs> real mad. <laughs> oh boy. That's just yeah. like aggro. Um, to the max. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was real bad. So Hank, talks to Kara and Alex in the conference room and says that, you know, his father's been trying to use this this ancient ritual to uh move the memories from his from the decaying parts of his mind to the unaffected parts that still work and that when he tries this his aggression is funneled into people around him so and then you bring him to the dio right like what do you i mean i i guess it's more contained than leaving him in the apartment but on this episode of we still don't have a lot of security at the deo Put him in a room with psychic dampening for him to do that. Like, yeah, put a barrier around him. Just make yeah. it like, a, oh, this is your this is your meditation room. Yeah, you can come out when you're done, but like, go in there to meditate because this shit's serious. <laughs> Shut the fucking door. Win almost <laughs> shot a dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, come on. Um, so I don't know, like. Jean is having a struggle with this because, you know, his father is afraid of losing his dignity and and won't accept any help. And so Jean's like kind of hesitant to offer any help because dad's going to get pissed at him. And this is just like a pretty regular like dementia sort of thing. You know, this is Mm -hmm. this is just a dementia storyline of dealing with an older loved one who's kind of starting to lose their memories a little bit and kind of starting to to lose their full autonomy. Um, and Alex talks about that. She tells a story about when her mom took away their grandmother's car keys for the first time, you know, and said, you can't drive anymore. Um, Cause it was after she had an accident. And I think wasn't Alex in the car. Yeah. 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 And like no one was hurt, but Jesus. Yeah. This time nobody was hurt. Right, exactly. This first time, nobody was hurt, but that's the point where it's like, no, it's not safe for you to drive anymore, for you or anyone else around you, because you're losing the ability to tell what is okay and what's not. Um, yeah, so it's 
this was kind of a tough episode to watch for these parts. It's it's really sad, and it's a thing that everyone inevitably has to deal with with a parent. Um, it, it's it's rough, and Kara ends up quoting uh, Jor El saying, "The son must become the father, and the father must become the son." And with that, John finally, you know, realizes that. It's not taking away his father's dignity. He's he's caring for his father the same way that his father cared for him growing up. It's it's just something that we all have to deal with eventually with, you know, parents and older yeah, exactly. family members. The whole like uh I changed your diaper, now you get to change mine type thing. Yeah. It it's just shit that happens. Now, my question to you guys is like if it was somebody would you ever hesitate putting putting that dampener on him? No. Like especially no. after you saw all that destruction. Oh, no, I would not hesitate at all. I'd have to, yeah. It's protecting them as much as it's protecting everyone around them. That, that you know your dad well enough that he's not going to want to hurt these people and if this is the fix. Yeah, he's going to feel so guilty if he ends up hurting people. And, And he does. He ends up feeling so guilty about it. And, you know, so he just accepts this dampener, which it's not a huge deal. It's literally just... A bracelet. Yeah, it's it, it's not like he's walking around with the the cone of shame on. <laughs> no, Your dad put on this cone of shame. The way that Mern reacted initially, it made it seem like he was going to be stuck in that room twenty four seven in the DEO. Like mm-hmm. he was just going to be caged in there in a little room, and you know that's just it. That's your life now until you die. Um, but it's just a psychic dampener. You know, like that's it, yeah. man. That's. That's it. That's old business for him. And it allows you the freedom to go about your day as you normally would, knowing that you're not going to hurt anyone. It, it, honestly, I feel like that's a serious blessing in that instance. You know, he doesn't need to be shut off to the world, kept away from people, lest he hurt them or psychically affect them. Yeah. This way, he gets to still live his life the way he would. And unfortunately... Yeah, he is going to lose his memories. And yeah, that's frustrating. But you're getting old, Papa Jones. Like, that's just, that's just life. That's just a sad truth. Um, So, like, do you think, I know they, for story reasons, they had to let it go fucking all haywire. Yeah. You know, didn't have been, like, a better, like, just to go talk to him. And I know, again, for TV show, it'd be like, hey, dad, you're sick. Can you put this on for me? It'll help you out and save everybody. Oh, yeah. Sure, son. And story over. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And scene. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, we're going to need like 35 more minutes of cape shit. Oh, boy. <laughs> wow. Would that no. have been a doozy of an episode? Tell you what. <laughs> Why didn't they just do that? Training montage cape. Throw my cape now. Try to get some bad guys down on the ground and throw them up into the air and knock someone out. Really good on the improv. <laughs> I am beyond impressed right now. I know. <laughs> good <Damn>. job. <laughs> good <Like> job. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, I, uh, that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to do now. I feel like we're done. Well, That's thank you. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a good night. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so... Uh, Mike, I got the next promo. <laughs> 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 oh, I mean, it, 
yeah, yeah, honestly, it would have been cool if they could have just been like, hey, Dad, you're getting old. If you wear this bracelet, it'll help so that you won't hurt people. <laughs> Almost like the infomercials with the copper. Like, right, <laughs> yeah. Just put on this copper and bracelet. And you won't fall over. Yeah. Look. Weird. You can stand up straight now. <laughs> Whoa. I couldn't do that before. Um, Honestly, I... I don't know that it would have worked out that well until he actually realized that he was hurting people. Yeah. Until he could see it right in front of him. Because honestly, I think he thought that it was that other like psychic alien at first, just having like a freak out. Start blaming everybody else. Now it's that one. Again, in denial. Yeah, I think he would have. I think everyone's been in denial this episode. Jesus. They don't want to admit that they're hurting people and it's not their fault. It's it totally parallels. And Mm -hmm. I didn't think about that until just now. Yeah, but it's not Sam's fault that Rain is hurting people. That is an entirely different thing out of her control. That that is a part of of her being that she had no choice over, no part in, and she can't control what happens when she loses Sam and becomes Rain. Just like Mern is getting old and his mind is starting to fade and it's not his fault that that meditation and stuff like that and his like psychic waves or whatever uh, are affecting people and that he can't control them. He's just getting older and that happens. Um, But it's hard to admit that you're hurting people, especially if you're not in control of it. You don't, you don't want to admit that. Yeah. Like uh, the sad defeat, especially when you just got free. Yeah. Like 300 years in a fucking cage and 300 years in a cage. And it's always like one of those things that were, uh, you always hear that with just stories in general. It's like this person did this for their whole life, then they retired and died a day later. You're like, oh, that's sad. You got free. Sad. Okay, that's depressing. Okay, so uh, unfor- unfortunately, that's the only like I know that's how happens. this is going to end. Yeah. I mean, I don't see him lasting the whole season. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really see him lasting either. Poor guy. Yeah, let's just get punched in the field some more. Great. Um, mm, well, let's talk about fine. something that can be a little funnier then. So, <laughs> um, so the in the in the background here, the background of the attacks and stuff like that that are happening. Um, <laughs> it seemed like there was a little bit of a truth serum effect with <laughs> all of this. Like it seems like people had no filter. Like they were getting aggressive and they had no filter about so what they thought. So it's the internet, right? It's, it's Facebook. Yeah. It turned into real life Facebook. To be fair, it almost seemed like it was um, amplifying things. Like if there wasn't really much of a problem, it like started out. And especially yeah. like the way that the uh, fights started going. Like let's let's start talking about the uh, the tech guy that Win ends up almost shooting. Yeah. He starts out and he's clearly insecure about Win and how Wynn got involved with the DEO and how he didn't put work in the same way that he did. He's just buddies with Supergirl and now he runs the tech department. Okay, cool. There's there's some animosity there. Totally warranted. I get that. You worked your ass off through the DEO and what do you get to show for it? Nothing because Joe Schmo over here has an in with the fucking superhero. So naturally he gets to be the one. And unfortunately, to, to that's how it goes in real life too. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, who you know. Like, how did the fuck did you get promoted? Oh, but, that's your dad. Right. But to be fair, Wynn is a brilliant, uh, yeah. brilliant tech dude. So, sorry, but, you know, what have you done? What 
Wynn Wynn has earned his keep in the the crazy amounts of things that he's done technology-wise for Supergirl without even having the resources of the DEO. And for... We'll find out that he's been... Wynn's been stealing his ideas this whole time. (laughs) Right, from the tech guy, from that (laughs) one Asian dude. Yeah, I'll get you. I don't. I don't know why the Asian dude sounds like that. That's not what he should sound like. Yeah, she. I'll get you. Apparently, this is thirty years later. Yeah. Yeah. Win shot, Junior. (laughs) I've waited all these thirty years, and now I'll finally out you for the fraud that you are. (laughs) Then he's wind zaps him. Um. Yeah, but I mean, he's clearly got some some insecurities and animosity there towards Wynn. And maybe they're not as severe as they sounded when he got those psychic aggro buffs. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it seems like there's a little bit of truth to what's going on. If you've got any sort of shit and, and Wynn starts talking shit because this guy's coming at him real hot with yeah. all of this saying like, listen, man, I know how to do my job. So uh, all right, dude, calm down. Um, I want to know what the hell is up with the HR lady. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was what like, is, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what is Wynn doing? <laughs> like, wondering. He doesn't, doesn't wondering. seem like a sexual predator. So like, <laughs> what is he doing? Little did you guys know your sweet baby Wynn, like one night stand at the HR lady. Aww. No, <laughs> no, he is Stop a sweet it. cinnamon roll. Not. Mm-hmm. Fictional Kreisberg. I do want to point out <laughs> that there. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I do want to point out that there's been a lot more win, and it's been like functional story for him. And I kind of wonder if that is something that happened as well with like the Kreisberg changeover. Like, listen, we've got these great characters and these great actors, and we're not giving them any real story to work with. You know, Win was just kind of a background for a while. Yeah. He just kind of. Oh, okay. He's just the guy that works on the computers yeah. at the DEO. Hold, hold, hold on. Where do you need me to look? Okay, cool. You know, and yeah. Yeah. go here. And then he was done and gone. And, and that coming from being, you know, Kara's best friend and only confidant in the first season. Banging like, an alien in the second. Yeah, man. So you go win. <laughs> I'm loving that they're giving Win more focus, more time, and more functionality. In, in these couple of episodes that we've had back. So, yay, win. Um, Kara and Mon-El get into a little kerfuffle. Uh, Kara. Mostly on Kara's end. Oh, yeah. Mon-El's like, what? You know what? Hell? That must <laughs> suck to have something like the, his ring that kind of deadens everything. And you're like, why are you yelling at me? <gasps> I don't understand. Why are you so mad? <laughs> yeah. What did I do? It's left, right, cape. <laughs> Swish. Yeah. Um, honestly, though, she deserved it. She deserved to have that outburst. A little bit. She holds that shit in, you know, not wanting to take her own crap or her own feelings out on other people until it gets, like, bad enough that it just kind of happens, overflows. Yeah, but she deserved that. She's been so kind to Monel after all the shit that she's been put through. And some of it's not his fault. You know, like him coming back at all <laughs> and being married. You know, he didn't need to wait an eternity for her and never like touch another woman again. He's a human being. Well, sort of. He's an alien that looks like a human being. Um, and everybody likes sex. 
Right. And everybody yeah. wants to have a companion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she's been very And kind. Saturn Girl's hot. Saturn Girl's so hot. <laughs> Imra's very hot. Yeah. I, and he, it sounds like he held he, out for a he while. He resisted that for seven years. Well, seven, couple years, I think. Yeah. It's been seven years total, but. Oh, yeah. Four. Yeah. I would have lasted four. seven and a half minutes and 70 seconds. Perfect. Good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> would you though? I don't know. What? Last I'm, that long? No, the 70 seconds is how long I would last. The seven minutes is how long it would take me to move on from Supergirl when I'm like, eh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, before we move on past all the psychic crap, um, I think the apology from Jean and his dad, mostly his dad, mostly Mern, um, that was hard to watch. That was a rough moment. Um, Udi started crying, and that was enough for me to just be oh god, bawling like a baby on my couch. Give me, give me an like an old man character who I care about or at least find endearing. Make him start crying, and I am done for. That's mm-hmm. it. That's that's it for me. Um, it was hard to watch. It was good. It was a very well acted scene, um, and it felt. Real felt I don't know emotional. Yeah, it, it it went along with what we expect from the characters. Yeah, it wasn't just something that we were just like, oh, whatever. You know, you you believed every word of it. Yeah, and the way that you know Kara and Alex reacted and stuff too, it was so subtle. It was just like you protect us all the time. Let's do something for you for once. It's okay. It happens. You can't always be the protector. Sometimes your shit's gonna go wrong and. We'll need to protect you. Just how everything works. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's talk about the cape stuff. Mm-hmm. Cape capades. Uh, um, so Bent. I'm I'm glad that we got to see Monel and Kara together, um, alone training again. Um, we're seeing how this friendship is actually panning out, and I'm I'm glad it happened. I'm glad that that we had this happen. And I'm glad we're seeing Kara struggle to do something again, because I know it's a minor struggle, but there's a lot of emotions behind that as well. You know, she was always the one training Monel, and she hasn't fully dealt with everything as far as baggage from that relationship. Um, and, I don't know. She it, it was nice. It was it was refreshing. And it was good to see him kind of get shooed out by her. Yeah. For all the shit that he did in the past. And it's not even the relationship stuff. It's just but there's got to be so much frustration there when you're sitting here and you see this fully reformed, full-on hero and leader of a team and he's just a total like superhero, good guy. He's got his shit together. He knows how to fight. He's been doing this and that and he's, you know. And he's got that skin tight costume on where everything like leads towards costume. his wiener. <laughs> Leads to the ween. I don't know if you saw the poster picture of his new costume. Everything draws to your eyes towards his dick. Well, yeah, it it's, does. it's a constant battle between face and dick. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you just you get start to get a little bit of like whiplash or some shakes. Your eyes are darting back and forth. <laughs> but that's good. But oh, but that's good. 
Um, anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, I just my mind went a different area when you said it's a constant battle between ah, dick like and face. Dick and face. <laughs> dick and face struggle is what you were. Yes. I see now. Mm. Uh, yes. Mm, quite. Mm. Let's take a moment to ponder that. Mm. Yes. All right. So anyway, uh, cape stuff. <laughs> Are cape, Back to the cape stuff. Are yes. cape trips a, are tricks a thing? I don't know. I guess they are now. I, I like it's super the, special Kryptonian technology. <laughs> yeah, super special Doctor Strange technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is it I'm, gonna go- so, I'm sorry for that <laughs> to everyone. I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I I, I was confused by it because I don't remember a cape being like an autonomous yes being other than Doctor Strange. I it's weird because it kind of like it doesn't. I don't I don't know I don't know how to explain it because it does kind of look like Doctor Strange's cape, where it seems like its own like kind of moving living thing and it can grab you. But at the same time, it really is just kind of like a like a twist, um, and then it and seems a pivot to and yeah. a pull. Yeah, yeah, but it seems like that that twist where like the the cape like whips around and like grips something, it kind of gets some some traction there. Like there's some f- serious friction, like a whip. and then she just pulls. Yeah, so it. Ha- I mean, I guess when I break it down like that, it makes more sense because mm-hmm. it's a weird Kryptonian material. So. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I've never seen it before. Okay. When when something new like that comes up and I'm just like, hmm. And they called it smart cloth. Yes. So it's smart enough to uh, wrap around your wrist. Um, I will say that I did like how it was utilized. Um, If they're going to do any sort of weird like costuming thing that kind of ties into how they fight, it does work well for um, action scenes. Yeah. You got to use it right away too. Yeah. It, that's like the Smallville formula back in the day. Clark would learn something and then he would go use it at the end of I the I think that's episode. just like, mm-hmm. that's TV and comic formula. Like 101. Yeah. yeah. Be like, oh, I'm never going to get this boomerang to work. Oh my God, I got to get this boomerang to work or we're all going to die. Okay, so two things. I have a question for you guys. Okay. Do you think... That Kara is actually finally ready to move on from Mono. It seems like there was closure. It seems like there was, and I'm sure that doesn't mean that there aren't any feelings there. But it seems like she's a little more genuinely happy to be buds with him. Like she, she stops and goes, "You want to go be heroes?" And she has an actual genuine smile on her face, not like a sad smile. Um. Do you think she's ready to explore options like Brainy now? Now that we've got that now makeover? Now that he's pretty. <laughs> now that he's not but ugly. Yeah. I think she is. I, I, see, I don't... I don't know. Between that and last episode, because he started talking about stuff and she thought he was talking about like his issues with Saturn Girl. She was like, I can't be that person for you. Or whatever. She's not just putting him ahead of her. Yeah. She's dealing with the feelings. Are they gone totally? No, absolutely not. Those things never go away. Yeah, but do you think she's ready to just go, (laughs) okay, I can accept things. He's happy. He has a life with her. She's happy. They're both wonderful people. And like it or not, I I have to move on. So maybe I should start. Like, I I feel like that's where she's at. I feel like she's making the steps to move on. And 
take a deep breath and accept that this is how things are. And she doesn't want to break up a marriage. That's not Kara. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I talked about it a little bit last week. And what I'm worried about is now, you know, he's dealing with his best friend lied to him. His wife lied to him. To and, all get him there. You know, like yeah. now is he going to have a like, are these people trustworthy? Oh, you know? I think so. Oh, yeah. I think he's fallen totally. back on Kara because he knows he can trust her. Yeah. Um, and he knows that she'll always be genuine. And uh, I think he might also have a conflict of emotions and feelings there, too, because he never really had his feelings go away. He, She just became something that wasn't an option for him yeah. anymore. And he had to accept that and move on the out same way sight, that Kara is now having to do that. Yeah. Well, and not out of sight, out of mind for Kara, but like, you know, okay. No, for him, though. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, it's the same sort of way that they're having to cope with it. Like, oh, I can't have that anymore. That just cannot be what happens. So I have to force myself to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think there's going to be a weird conflict there, potentially, not definitely, but potentially, where he's like, well, my wife, my wife lied to me and my best friend lied to me and I don't really know what's happening. And Kara, you're my one person that I can lean on. And then they accidentally have sex. Accidentally. <laughs> I think Kara would stop that. Would she? Kara's got pretty good self-control when it comes to like when other people's emotions are on the line. We don't even know if she's ever had sex. Yes, we do. I didn't. Did. If there wasn't a body, it didn't happen. Okay, fine. But they like woke up in bed next together. I woke up in bed next to Ryan once. Okay, there were <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. Brown chicken, brown, brown. Um, but there were Grandma clothes like thrown once. everywhere. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of weird world killery things. <laughs> you're going to transition. Uh-huh. Yeah, right after that one. That's my segue. Uh, finally, we have the third world killer. Uh, Ara and Monel decide to be buddies and go be heroes. And I could not tell what the fuck was falling from the sky. There were birds. Same. No, I know. Like at first. Oh, okay. At first. We got there. Thank oh, okay. you. <laughs> they we figured birds. that out. Thanks. <laughs> I know. I know. Pick me. Pick me. They were birds. Um, yeah, we, we got What's there. What's that we falling from the that. sky? But I mean, could you tell what they were right away, though? I just saw these gray things falling. Yeah, that's all I saw. And I wasn't sure at first. Yeah, I thought, uh, yeah, I kind of thought they were birds the whole time. It kind of seemed high for pigeons, didn't it? Oh, I don't don't know. I've never been that high. (laughs) (laughs) No, you haven't? (laughs) I just mean, like, I don't know. Why would pigeons go that high? They were like above skyscrapers. Because it was scary? it was scary. <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe pestilence is like Listen, having them all fly up there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not questioning the birds being there. I'm just saying it was difficult for me to determine that it was birds at first. At first because and I was also I waiting for the planes the to start falling too. Right? <laughs> like the day after tomorrow or some shit. The volcano door up. Right. But uh, we finally have Pestilence, and she is the super scary spooky one that kills the future. So, yay. That's it for today's episode. Bye. <laughs> that's basically how they handled it, though. Yeah. yeah. They, like, they have to show, they have oh, to show her next week, right? 
I would assume. I would I, hope so. I always watch the previews, so I know there's happening. I there's gonna be a lot of drama, lots of emotions. I don't know if I'm prepared. I don't know if I watched that. I watched this on the. Hey, CW, you will be proud to know that I now watch all of these episodes on your app on my Fire Stick. Uh, Yay! Because you've improved shit. And Big time. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah it streams on my TV in HD. That's incredible. And not 3000 uh, Dynasty or Jane the Virgin commercials in between. Yeah, they're oh all like God. actual commercials, yeah. which like, eh, fuck it. But like, they're I, legit commercials. I would yeah. love to not have commercials, but the app is free and you got to make revenue somehow, so... And it's less commercials than we see on regular TV. Yeah, I get it. So, yeah. Hey, props, CW app. Um, For us shitting on it for two years. I know. Well, you know what? Credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it runs that well on anything else. No, it does. I do it on Apple TV. Okay, cool. Because I I watched it on my um, computer a little bit and it seemed better. But when I started using it on my, not the app, but just on the website, I'm like, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's all right. It's frustrating if you like leave a page or something like that and you come back to the episode and sometimes you just got to watch a bunch of ads again if it doesn't save where you left off. But um, on the Fire Stick, I am super impressed with the app and it's so if that's not how you're watching it, consider that because it's great. Um, Any final thoughts, guys? What do you any speculations for next week? Shit's going down. Uh, that's pretty much the speculation I have. Perfect. Okay. Well, <laughs> we have seven episodes left. Yeah, it's uh, 22 episodes. Is that what we're going to have? 22 or 23. I'm not sure on okay. this one. We have less than 10 episodes left. Um, we have between seven and maybe nine. Yeah. So things should be picking up, especially with the third world killer. If we have the whole theory of someone's going to turn or. Yeah. But I feel like the, the one that would be most likely to turn as of right now, would be Rain. Because the, what is her name, Purity? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Purity. She seemed dead set on wanting to murder people, so. Yeah, she was a murder machine for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nah, there's no chance there. But maybe uh, if shit could possibly hit next week, and we still have time for them to turn her, hopefully, to the good side. Yeah. Uh, the 23 and Supergirl. Okay, cool. So we've yeah. got eight episodes left. And uh, I honestly think there's got to be some headway with Rain next week. There's got to be. Well, that and the Legion, too. And the Legion, yeah. So maybe maybe it's more Legion-focused next week. And maybe Lena and Sam are still working on... Based on the preview. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the preview, we're getting some shit. <laughs> we're getting some answers. Okay. Uh, Hopefully, I just... unless they're... Messing with me, which is very possible. I just need everyone listening to know what happened physically in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, probably stuff and things. And Nicole just... (laughs) Her mouth is pursed closed. Just like, (laughs) no. And she just looks over at me and doesn't even really move. Just... (laughs) Nope. I see. I saw like one of the scenes. You see Supergirl touching the blue um, shield shit that's currently encasing rain uh, so i'm like okay there has to be something i mean i didn't sure, watch that preview then they could be fucking us like they do sometimes with these previews but it seemed pretty much like where where the hell oh else could boy. she be oh boy okay all right uh-huh. mm-hmm. okay let's well, do I'm this i'm ready i'm hyped i am when not is this next episode air jesus <laughs> um can it air tomorrow <laughs> i gotta say cg was better this episode too as just a, a note yes 
Yes. <laughs> Except yes. The, the white alien still looks a little weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. But he was only 10 seconds. Yeah, Again, fine. anything that takes you out of it is wrong. You know what? I didn't really notice. I know. I, I did. <laughs> Maybe I I'll... noticed a little, but I was like, eh, whatever. Still better than last week. Yes. It so, was. That's fine. All right. Once again, any any final thoughts? Anyone at all? Or I uh I don't know. I didn't really dig this episode. I just thought it was a bunch of filler and it was Kate play and it's just like I don't know. It's setting up for the big shit show that's about to happen next week. Yeah, I know, but did it really? If we hadn't had a hiatus like we did, <laughs> I would have been frustrated be- with this episode. But I yeah. think it was kind of much needed, like, all right, let's set it up. I, I honestly think it was necessary. Whether we like it or not, I think it was necessary. Okay. Um, it provided closure with Kara and Monel. Um, it it ended that chapter of her just like crying silently to herself every time he walks away after they have a meaningful conversation with each other. Um, because that was gonna get old fast if that kept going on. Um, so it, it provided a lead in to the big plot for the rest of the season. Uh, provided some closure in that aspect. And, and yeah, so. And we finally have someone knowing who Rain is. Yeah. Major, like that was major a big important thing. thing. Yeah. Um, did I love it? No. But, you know, did it feel necessary? Did it feel like it was moving story along? Yeah. Okay. So I'm okay with that. I can deal, especially with might be coming next well, week. Like I said, I just, you know, the only part that I cared about was the Rain story. That's you fair. Know? I, Everything I'm, else, I was just kind of like, eh. I'm Other, glad to it see it was emotional, but it wasn't anything mm, I needed. I'm glad to see Kara and Monel having closure, though. Honestly, I didn't that want too. that to drag on. Um, all right. Well, with that, I think that's going to do it for today's DC on CW Supergirl Edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man Digital app, and be sure to follow us on social media: Twitter's at DC on CW, Facebook.com/slash DC on CW, and our Instagram is at DC underscore on underscore CW. And we'll catch you next time. How did you do that? I'm Supergirl. You who now?